Welcome to episode 70 of For the Love of Guns. My name is Jason Schaller and I got Michael Page from Gunspace on the podcast today. Now you might have heard last week there was a letter from the Montana Attorney General to YouTube, well, complaining about the video that got taken down off my channel. So this is why we need alternate places to put videos and talk and do things that gun owners and gun enthusiasts do. Because we're not dangerous, we want to be safe, and we want to have fun. Not to mention, we love the Second Amendment. Now, this is a place where people can talk two-A. They can talk firearms. They can talk about guns. They can talk about their hunts. They can talk about all kinds of stuff. And they can post videos about guns without the risk of them being taken down. Now, before we talk to Mike, it's time to pay the bills. And this episode is brought to you by you. You're the reason that I can continue to bring content. Because obviously, YouTube's not going to monetize these videos. So I need your help. And it's real simple. What I need you to do is before you go shopping online, go to www.trb.fyi, go to partners and discounts, find the place that you are going to go shopping for, and click on the link. And what will happen is that a small portion of your purchase will come back to the channel so that I can continue to bring you content. And it's not going to cost you a penny more than you were going to spend. Which great is some of these places have discounts for you. Places like, well, MyMedic. Great discount, 20% off your purchase. We have other places too, like Falco Holsters, 10% off your purchase. And, well, let's just say that if you're going to get some tools to build an AR, you definitely, definitely need to check out the tools that I've been using lately. And there's 10% off those as well. And what company am I talking about? I'm talking about RealAvid. 10% off your purchase at RealAvid.com. Now with the bills played, let's talk to Mike. Mike. Tell me about your love of guns. My name's Mike Page, and um, I've been in the industry since 2003. I started uh, doing gun shows. Actually, it was a little bit earlier than 2003. Um, started selling um, what was a um, pretty new thing, technology at the time, EOTEX and Wiggy <laughs> sleeping bags and everything to the guys going overseas. And we had a lot of doctors and attorneys and, and parents that would buy their kids stuff, body armor, things that you just couldn't get um, during that time because of the spool up on the um, global war on terror. And um, so, you know, a long time parallel to that, I had a construction company, always uh, really into long range shooting and going to classes and, um, just kept the business kind of as a side project. Got sick of the construction around 2010. 
um, decided I'm going to follow my passion and, and, um, you know, started a, a gun store, started it out of uh, pretty modest means. I sold all my guns and shoe strung it. And um, today we have two gun stores. So one is partnered with um, Jeremy Swanson. He's a pretty well-known PRS shooter. And that's in Fountain, Colorado. And then we have um, our store in um, Howell, Michigan. Um, little side note about this uh, store is we've been in a federal lawsuit with the, the Howell Township for the last five and a half years. And we've taken it up to the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals. Um, it's been back and forth where it got remanded because of Bruin back down to the district court to, um, you know, be heard in the, in the fact of is, is uh, long range shooting, uh, constitutional? Yes. Um, is there a historical, um, precedent? Yeah. And, uh, we've had, um, you know, firearms policy coalition been huge, huge, uh, benefactors for us. It wouldn't be possible without them. I know a lot of people poo-pooed them for a long time, but uh, they're they're fighters and truly are fighters behind the scene. As that's my experience. So, so it's kind of funny. You know, you started off small. Uh, I used to be an FFL. I was an FFL for ten years. Uh, ran it literally out of this room for a little while before I moved it up to my garage. And it's funny how many small. Uh, gun stores start that way you know like you said shoestring budget i mean i remember like two years in when i was so happy that it was at least breaking even right mm -hmm. i mean you weren't you weren't even pulling money out of it you were just happy when it broke even yeah um and then yeah it's it, it, it's funny how that happens and then you know for me i went into the content creation um you went into kind of, well, not really content creation, but helping people with social media, with, with your latest endeavor of gun space. So let me ask you this. With so many media outlets out there, you know, for social media and stuff like that, why create another one? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, the reason that we created another one is uh, largely born out of my frustration with um, Instagram and Facebook. Um, I would post something what I would think would be very non-combative as like, um, you know, look what we have here. It's a brand new SIG 320. Or I would show, um, you know, a firearm or do a video. And inevitably, um, those would be banned or blocked or taken down. We would lose our, um, we'd lose our account. There would be a lot of um, issues with, you know, trying to skirt the, you know, ride that tip of the wave yeah. to, to, to market and to promote your business. Um, and it's, it was just frustrating. And I just said, I guess I'm too stupid to not, um, not what? try stuff. So I, I said, I'm going to build my own. And so we, we did build our own and, and, um, but I wanted extra features in there that you don't get with Instagram or Facebook. And there are a lot of new social medias out there. But I, the other frustration is I didn't like to watch, see people's food or their dogs 
or unrelated to what I was interested yeah. in. If I want to look at cars, I want to look at cars. If I want to look at guns, I want to see the gun content. Um, and that's, that's, it seems to be the trend that in the industry that a lot of, um, a lot of things are consolidating in, in social media. There's a lot of, um, you know, dog groups, the cat groups, yeah. whatever you name it, bicyclists. They're starting to coalesce around a individual social media that's on their phone and they can just press a button and um, look at what they're interested in at that moment in their free time. Now, you do have an app for Gunspace. Um, we'll say that, let's just say these platforms, you know, Android and, and Apple, sometimes they get a little finicky. <laughs> about apps on their store. Do you ever worry that one day they're going to say, hey, this is gun stuff and we're just going to take this app down? Uh, yeah, there is there is that worry, but we're currently, we're concurrently working on a way to um, kind of jailbreak the app so that it'll float on top of a phone. There are, okay. there are technologies that'll do that. And as we grow and we need more bandwidth, um, and the money is allowed, then we're going to move on to our own servers and, you know, not be reliant on anyone else's third-party servers. Because so, that's really yeah. where the threat is to your business, because you're riding along other people's infrastructure. Mm -hmm. They could just go, you're done. And yes. mm -hmm. there, there's, there's nothing you can do at that point. Right. And that's that's why we're going to end up. I mean, the next step is to finish developing the web app. The video player that's on the app is um, separate and so is the podcast player. So it's somewhat insulated right now. And um, we are not selling firearms on the app. So it's not um, it's not an issue. Most of the policies that come from like you well. All of your policies, if you've if you've ever been on Reddit, if you've ever been on Instagram, um, is all gun related, and that's an internal policy. That's not um, necessarily um, Android or or Apple's policy, although they it is a concern for sure. And and we are we are working on um, separating that as much as possible. And and you know there's other there's been other attempts at apps that have done that. You know, tried to do you know a third, third, you know, their own servers or a yep. safe server setup. Yeah, because so. I mean that's the whole thing we get, it, and it's weird because different places have different things. It's not like you mm -hmm. know if you have you pass the the Google Play Store, right? So yeah. the Google Play says, okay, your your app is cool. You can play. You can play well here. But if you feed something, I don't know, let's just say it's it's rides off of a YouTube backend, right? The videos are hosted in YouTube and then play through your app. YouTube can still shut that video down, which uh -huh. can affect, so, right? Yeah, not on our video, because ours, ours sucks up the video and it holds that video. So whether, say a content creator creates a video and he throws it on um, YouTube and then he then posts it on our app, um, our app will, will hold that video in and of itself. So you don't have to, you don't have to lose it. And, uh, you know, we're not billions of people like YouTube, but, um, you know, eventually we, 
you know, I would say, you know, if there's, you know, 100,000, 200,000 eventually on the app, it's going to be just as powerful as YouTube for the gun industry. Well, it's a focused audience, right? Like like you said before, it's you're not getting the person that's like, oh, look at this fluffy cat. That's cute. Oh, and and, and here's a gun. If they're going to gun space, it's because that's the content they're looking for. Correct. Yes. Which, so... Which, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that gets that's, frustrating as a content creator for us, you know, because I'm a gun content creator. Um, you know, I, okay, cool. I, I like fluffy cats and dogs and stuff like that. It's cute, but I, I don't I don't want that stuff to show up in my playlist. I want to see a gun. And then when I'm done that video, I want to see another gun. Mm-hmm. Or, or at least a dog that w- belongs to a hunter that's, you know, interested yeah. in your you know, in your lifestyle, you know, the, the firearm yeah. enthusiast lifestyle. And that's what, that's what we're aiming for. Sure. So yeah. hunters, hunters awesome. are welcome. We have quite a few really good content creators that are hunters and, and, uh, they have really cool stuff. Now you talked earlier, uh, about, you know, gun, gun space is a couple of things, right? You kind of alluded to it, but it's only one thing on the app, but yet, you know, like you said, you have a different podcast player. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's community, there's shopping, and a, what else am I missing there? I know there's a couple of other things there. Um, we actually took shopping out of the mix because I didn't want it to compete with other small gun stores. Okay. Um, so the shopping is um, has been removed, which is um, which is fine. So what we have on let me see, I had a it'll list the stuff here so so we have our we have our um youtube style player and i and i'm gonna correlate that with what people understand so we have our youtube style player which you can post any videos of you know shooting say you're shooting an elk you're not going to get somebody harassing you or take you know getting your video taken down um organic videos specifically will live on there for as long as you want them to. Um, so we have that. We have channels that can be created for um, different um, content creators on there. Uh, live events can be on uh, two spots on the app, one in the, the community and one in the video player. Um, we do, we have um, clubs, so you can create a private or a public club, um, whether you're a gun club, a gun store, a content creator, uh, these clubs, once you create a club, you can also create events. So say you're a um, match promoter, you can literally create the whole match, create signups for it, um, take, take the fees through the app or you can, or you can have the fees paid at the location, and you can also push that to Instagram. So those are some, you know, you can kind of cross promote um, through our app, and you can push it out to the Instagram. Um, the other, so clubs are really fun because you, you know, if you wanted to do some kind of, you know, say you're a manufacturer and you wanted to give everybody in your private club a new release. Um, you know, you could showcase that internally. And there's also 
if there's a big enough event like SHOT Show, uh, there's also um, instant messaging within the um, that event. So people that are at the event would be able to instant message back and forth or at a shooting event. I mean, that's powerful because your platform is is open, right? I mean, you, you have a lot of openness where people can find things, but yet you can, as, as a user of the platform, you can compartmentalize it as well, which, it, which is great. Like, like you're saying, if, if I was a, you know, a, an outdoor gun range and then I'm going to have, you know, a three gun shoot. Okay. Mm -hmm. Everybody that is a member of the gun club can be in there and they can sign up for the three gun shoot or, you know, we're going to do steel challenge on this day. And that way you can kind of close it down. So you really are taking away the need for these places to have web programmers, right? Because yeah. I know of a couple of, of uh, you know, clubs here in Montana that they, they don't have web programmers. You know, they have a static page and, and things like that. And they could really use a little bit of help on that where they can go, hey, look, if you want to sign up for this stuff, you can go over here, join our group and get all the messaging and then people can use an app that's friendly for someone you just don't have to program that stuff exactly and the, and the nice thing about our app is that um while you have instagram is national everything's just kind of thrown up onto the national scene so if you're a small gun shop and say um you know like our county livingston county michigan you can narrow your focus group to only people in Livingston County. You could grow your own community within the app um, without having to worry about, um, you know, whether you've, you've got to reach somebody in California and whether that makes any sense for you. Um, yeah. You can go national or you can go state or you can go as local as county. We did county because to do cities would be absolutely ridiculous on the on the adjustment wheel because of um, you know we have a there's there's just a myriad of people that live in rural areas and county just yeah. seemed to make more sense. So yeah, plus you, you have yeah cities on the borders of counties where one city might actually be two or three or four counties depending yeah. on how big the city is. Yep, for sure. So that that. Um, the clubs and the event management are really um, crucial to the to my plan to get it to be where you know it's a, it's localized and so instead of just being a social media app where everybody's virtual, you get to actually meet people. You can meet up at ranges. You can you know if I'm a gun shop and I have um, you know demo days, I can I can yeah. reach out to the people in my area. And as the app grows, it it will give that um that ability to to be very strong at the local level see and that's something i didn't even think about is meetups uh, because i mean people get together for meetups um you know some people might get together for long-range shooting they might just want to mm -hmm. get together with the other long-range shooters just have a nice friendly day at the range you know look at each other's guns talk ballistics um winded all that stuff where it's everybody go, hey, look, we can go on the app, go, let's just do a meetup and everybody can jump, jump in, go, okay, cool. We're going to meet at this range and let's all just go do some long range shooting. Yeah. And so if you're interested in long range shooting, you can come and learn from us. Absolutely. And you don't have to be a business to use that app, that, um, 
particular feature. All you have to do is do a club. So say um, last year we did a coyote uh, tournament. So you can actually run the whole coyote tournament within the app. Um, once the people are in the club, what we did is we set it up for um, at the shotgun start, they would take a picture of a receipt with that time frame on it. They would post it to the app. Then they went out and shot because they're shooting all over the state. It could be, yep. um, you know, 200 miles away from each other. And now they can come back when it's time to count the coyotes. Um, they don't have to be at any one specific point or place. Uh, we also did a virtual buck poll that's going on right now. Uh, we're giving away a gun. Um, if you post a picture of your buck, it doesn't have to be the biggest one. It could be a, you know, half inch button buck. Nobody cares. It's, you know, but your name will go in a hat and, you know, you'll, you'll win a Ruger American rifle. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of functionality that you can use just with those two pieces, um, with the clubs and events. And, um, so yeah, it's, a what's, What's really cool about it is just it, it, I mean, we talk about community. It's a, you know, we have the firearms community. This really gives you the ability to slice and dice the community up any way you want to. Mm -hmm. You know, you can be as narrow as, you know, like you said, county or even, you know, a club or as wide as national and connect with people all over the place. So, you know, I love the idea of, you know, a competition because usually, you think of a competition, everybody's got to be in the same place. You could do a, I don't know, you could do a steel challenge competition. Like once a month, we're going to do one thing and you could get a couple of clubs together and then you just have the, you know, you have the, the video of the person shooting, then you just show the timer and you could compete against clubs. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a, the, the imagination can run wild. We've did, um, you know the 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 club aspect of it is is uh, really interesting because we I had a guy call me the other day and he's like, well, you know my favorite thing to do is national match shooting where you stand sideways with your pistol and you shoot at a at the the um, target and you know he's he's having a hard time connecting with people and I'm thinking there's got to be other guys out there maybe they're maybe the sport's dying in one area but they're you know, or it's if a you're a cowboy else. action shooter, or if you're in one yeah. of these niche, um, you know, shooting sports that that you really like, you know, long range uh, muzzle loading, you know, whatever it can be, you can create a club for it. That's awesome because I mean, these are just things that I, I don't even think of, you know, because I, I for shooting competition, I'm used to going down to a range, shoot that competition, and I'm done. And I don't think about, you know, I, I know the, the one range that I shot at, Cowboy Action died in that club. It's, it's on the way back again, but it just completely, like for a couple of years, it disappeared. And the, the thought of people picking that up on their own, uh, you know, the, the, the gear was there at the range. You know, we could still, you know, the, they still had the silhouettes of the houses and stuff like that. You go to the range, you can shoot it the cowboy action shooting even though it's not a you know a club sanctioned shoot mm -hmm. you're a member of the range you could just get a bunch of the other people together hey um saturday let's go you know let's go shoot our lever actions and just kind of do a friendly competition against each other yeah great way to respark uh, respark the fire 
you know, yeah. somebody, you know, we, we notice in, in the firearms business and the, as owning two stores and, and seeing people cycle around. I mean, we see people go from um, sporting clays to long range precision, then they'll get involved in their, their um, specifically handgun, you know, then they'll do three gun and it, it just cycles around. People get a little bored or they want to try some new shooting discipline. They're not leaving the sport, but this would give a, a good way for those people to connect and, you know, if somebody wanted to do an impromptu um, AK-47 match, it would be super easy to do. Yeah, that's uh, you know, that's that kind of makes me excited. These are things that you can't do with other apps. I mean, yeah. Instagram, I can I can post pictures. Hey, look what I did. Hmm. But I can't really do something real time with somebody else and then get a bunch of other people together and then say, hey, we're going to all go out shooting. All right. Um, that's awesome. I mean, you're down to the, I mean, you're all the way down to the individual level. Uh, like you said before, your imagination is pretty much your limit at that point. Correct. Yeah. So that those are for sure. Um, that's one of my favorite tools in there. I, I want more people. I'm trying to get people to understand to use it. And once they start using it, I think it's going to be um, a lot of fun for them. You know, once once you start getting and meeting people in person or meeting up at a gun shop or whatever, just to say hi, you know, I see it at all the time at SHOT Show, you know, oh, you're you're so-and-so, you know, I talk to you all the time. Oh, yeah, I remember you. You know, it's like, you know, there, there's a way to be social and distant and there's a way to be social and connected. And the yeah. firearms industry really needs to be connected and cohesive and you know, hopefully we, that's, this gives them a tool to do that. Yeah. Like, uh, I like what you said about SHOT Show because uh, going to SHOT Show this year, uh, the two people that, you know, we rented a place together and I mean, you know, basically we're roommates for a week for SHOT Show. I've been on their podcast. You know, we, we all know each other. Um, mm -hmm. These are people that I consider friends, but I have never met in person until SHOT Show. Yep. And then, um, yeah. so it's, it's kind of amazing with that, where you can engage with people and then, uh, you could, you could, I don't want to say escalate, but you could, you could, you know, I can engage, I can talk to people and stuff like that. And if you're in my area or I'm going to be in some place that you could also be in, mm -hmm. we could get together and, oh, by the way, there's some other people here. Let's all get together and just go out in the woods and go shooting. Yeah. Yep, that's uh, that's the that's the purpose of it. So now, it's other than that, you have some other things that that gun space can do. Like, for instance, small companies. Uh, talk to me a little bit about small companies inside a gun space because it's it's more than just social. Mm -hmm. it, it's a, it's it's a place to connect as well. Right. So um, that's another feature that's not exclusive to um but small businesses but we have what's called the firearms vault it's a virtual vault now um you know how people likes to show their guns off and on you know instagram or whatever and then those guns get can you know kind of continually pushed down the feed and yep. maybe never seen again uh, what we have is a vault and that vault you can put as many guns as you like in there 
And as a small business, you will, you can put in, say I'm a small manufacturer, I'm a startup AR-15 manufacturer, and I want to showcase 10 of my models. You can, you can st put multiple pictures of all of those models and you can post pricing. And if you're, um, we don't have it like set up super easy, but you can put a link in that, in that description that they can push and go to your website and land on your landing page, uh, which would eventually get them to purchase the gun. Um, so yes, that, that would give you, um, that gives a small business, any kind of product you, you would like to put in there, whether it's thermal, whether it's your body armor, whether it's firearms, it could be silencers. Um, all of those can go in a, in a carousel. So when they land on your page, they can continually look at that separate from all of your other posts. Um, and if you're not a business, then you can put up all your showcase firearms, say you're a competitor and you're trying to showcase your sponsor and add value to them. That's always uh, something you can do. Um, or if you just want to, you know, show off your latest show gold. AK. I mean, <laughs> maybe, have at it. maybe you have one kick-ass gun collection. You just want to show off. Yeah. Yeah. And it's up to you. I mean, you can, you know, the, um, you know, it's up to the person on how much information they want to give up when they do their profile. I mean, um, but it's not, it's a lot of, a lot of fun to have the stuff in there and you can, you know, you can show your wares there. Um, we have messaging so you can IM people in your group within your club. Um, that's that's always a cool feature and you can i am so if i'm a business i can go back to the club aspect and you can message your um either your your private members or your public members and you can have both too you don't have so if you have sure existing customers that you want to keep really close then you make it a private club and give them special treatment and you know other people you give them um you know, their special treatment to, you know, to kind of get them in and entice them into the, you know, into the club club. So um, th those are the features. The other thing that you can do is in the feeds, you can literally put a um, URL link in the feed, which you cannot do on Instagram or, um, yeah. or Facebook to link out of it to your landing page without getting in trouble. So those are things that if you're a, a firearms dealer or a manufacturer, um, you can link out, you can link over to the video, to the video player. We can, we can host short videos on the, um, on the feed, uh, but a longer video, like a 20, 30 minute, we'd like to see it over on the, on the player because it doesn't use up as much bandwidth. So, you know, three, two, three minute video is fine. Anything longer than that should go up on the video player. So, so basically, you're like your your TikTok, YouTube, uh, Instagram, or YouTube Shorts. You can do mm -hmm. there. Then then use the for your full content. Use the use the actual player for the yeah. real content. And then you can link you can link back over to the player. And you know if you if you have released a brand new product for Shot Show and you want to really dig into the nuts and bolts of it, or you have an influencer that has um, evaluated your your product or a, 
or just a, a, um, a random test that you think is a good, good fit for your firearm, then you can uh, push it over there for sure. So if I'm a manufacturer, let me think about it. We'll go back to your like AR manufacturer. Mm-hmm. So I'm a small manufacturer, and I can go out and, you know, I got this new model of AR that I came up with. It's got a really cool lower that was machined and all that stuff. I could do my short-form content of range testing it and, you know, shooting at the range, seeing the action, and then link to, like, the actual full video of it. Yep. And you can player. and you can have multiple links. So if you want to link that, you know, back to your landing page where someone can actually purchase the firearm, and um, then you can do that. It just has to go through a licensed dealer, you know. So sure, because because I'm just thinking through this because we all know that the average attention span is very small these days. I mean, definitely right. for me as a content creator. Um, you know, I have the small, I have short form content and I have long form content and each place is appropriate, but short term, you know, even a, a one minute video on like YouTube shorts, I can look at that. Sometimes you can get 70% of the video viewed and like, wow, you couldn't hang on for 60 seconds, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then but that would be really cool for people because they can catch, you know, as a manufacturer, I can catch someone's eyes or even as a gun dealer. Hey, this brand new XYZ gun from so-and-so manufacturer, we got one in and then do like a range video of it. And then if you want to see more, Hey, look, this is a, this is our review of the gun. Right. And I, and I think what you're, you're hitting on is when you're seeing 50, 60%, I would say, um, I don't know if you can tell who is watching it, but I would highly doubt that it's a gun a gun enthusiast. Yeah, it's probably yeah. a OnlyFans girl or a you know one of these guys <laughs> that are trying to sell you a crypto millionaire um, you know, program or something like that. And um, it's definitely you you definitely have a mix of of people, yeah. and there's there's a lot of people that want to hang on on of followers that that just want to hang on to your numbers um they could be selling who knows what t-shirts that are unrelated or whatever they just you know they're trying to to get some action by showing up on your page yeah deck i i have this debt consolidation company i'm like great you can get the hell off my channel <laughs> um yeah uh but yeah though no, i get it it's funny so you bring up the only fans thing because uh TikTok is it's an interesting platform, especially in gun content. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as a as a gun content creator, I've been banned so many times on TikTok for stuff that's perfectly fine on YouTube or um, or you know Instagram and stuff like that. And it's so funny because you can get a lot of views there, but you can get no views there just as much. And you know, behind the scenes, the gun content creators, we basically. You know, our joke is, is that, you know, maybe if I got up there and pushed my OnlyFans page, maybe I would make something out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of, you know, when we're looking at doing things for companies, right? So if, if yeah. I get a product in for review, you know, I'm going to go out and shoot it, right? I'm going to go out and shoot it because I'm testing a product and things like that. It's great to put it on, on you know, on 
those short platforms. But the problem is, is it's not a dedicated platform. I have no idea. Like you said, I have no idea who's watching this stuff. Right. I don't know what, what their intentions are or, you know, for all I know, it's some, you know, somebody who's into call of duty and it just happens to be a gun in call of duty. They want to see it shoot. But if I want to connect with an audience, because, you know, as a content creator, I'm doing a review. I'm doing it so that way, you know, this is what this gun is. This is, you know, I'm helping you make a decision whether or not this is the firearm for you or this is the holster for you or whatever it is. Um, And that's hard because, you know, we're trying to relay back to the companies that receive this product. I mean, yeah, that we receive this product from. Um, you know, we're not, you know, a lot of us and myself included, we're not getting paid to do those reviews, but still, we still want to be a good partner back to them. Whereas if I can say, okay, I got so many views on YouTube, I got so many views here, and then I got so many views on Gunspace, which is dedicated to people that are probably going to buy that product. Mm -hmm. That gives, you know, important feedback to the manufacturer. Yeah, and and there's there's some real there's real numbers behind um, the the masses. So like, uh, there's been a lot of studies in in the in the industry, not not this industry, but in a lot of industries that say if you had a thousand followers, or not a thousand followers, but a thousand emails that you can email, it's like having twenty five thousand followers on any any social media platform and it, it's so if you can if you can get people that are interested in their focused interest and they're on there you know that they're on there for a reason and not just because they're they just tripped over your channel or they tripped over your or or they were you know again hanging on to your um program i don't know you know these these guys that have five six hundred thousand viewers. I've looked through the top 100, 200 people, and it's really hard to find a firearm on in a lot of these um, <laughs> channels. Yeah. So if you're looking at each one of the followers, there's there's quite a few of them without firearms, and you can probably take if you took a sample of a thousand and then you know kind of did the math on it, you'd find out exactly probably the the number of actual followers is is different much different so and that's not to say they're bad they're they're doing very well for their business and they're they're getting a lot of response and and you know i'm just saying that that's um having a focus group um you know people that are going to actually to do something an actionable item or, or call to action is much better than than to just have somebody watching so that um that's as as a small content creator um Mm -hmm. like myself and you know i know there there's more small content creators than there are the large ones right correct why why would a small content creator want to jump on gun space i mean what would drive us to that um well so what what we've done and what we're we're continuing to work on is we have the podcast network um so we can put anybody's podcast up on our network all i need is their rss feed and as long as it's gun related i'm i'm more than happy to put it up there and what we'll do is um 
we're we're working with a lot of um, advertisers and what we'll do is we'll try to slot in some um, advertising slots uh, you know cost per thousand we do that with a couple of our podcasters right now it, it works pretty well um, I've I've even sponsored gun space on a couple of them and every time there's an episode airing it um, we definitely see an uptick in downloads and so um, what we're going what we're trying to do is kind of be an intermediary to help content creators and advertisers connect and then distribute their their content and right now um, you know there, there's not a um, like a consolidated firearm space where all of the firearms you know you have different like pew pew tactical and all of these different um places uh they would have a home on on gun space and also be able to um you know drive people back to their websites it's just a good place to to kind of consolidate all the content that's out there and then allow people to figure out where they want to go from there yeah, because, yeah. I mean, so. you know, that's the thing. As a content creator, we're, we're a lot like the small businesses that are, you know, this, like we were talking about the small manufacturer. You know, the small manufacturer is trying to sell a gun. You know, here's the stuff. As a small content creator, we're trying to create content for people. Mm -hmm. You know, the, that small manufacturer doesn't have a lot of money for marketing and, you know, um, advertising and stuff like that. The same thing goes with the content creator. We don't have a lot of money to produce content, mm -hmm. but yet we want to get it in front of people. Um, you know, maybe some content creators will want to monetize the content because let's face it, bullets cost money. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, especially when you're looking at, you know, what nine millimeters, 40 cents around right now. Um, you know, I go out and shoot a magazine. Uh, there was a magazine I, I tested for a company. And I'm like, hey, you got, you know, they're like, would you test this magazine? And it's a 30-round magazine. I'm like, are you going to send some bullets with it? And they're like, well, what do you mean? I go, for me to shoot your magazine once is going to cost me, you know, $17. No. Uh, can you send some ammo? And they're like, oh, huh. Um, and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah I, I totally want to do this, but this this costs money, and that's what I kind of like is you're creating not only a community but almost like an ecosphere where content creators and businesses can kind of get together. Yeah, we're we're actually as as the financial aspect grows, we're doing two things for the content creator and pretty much anybody on the app app. So we're, we're building a, a gamification system into the app. So people that like and comment and are very active in the app will also receive um, monetary compensation for being on the app. So as we get advertising, then we're taking 80% of that advertising revenue and we're pushing it back onto the content creators and the app users. So it, it's going to create um a mini economy within the app that's that's the goal the challenge is the technical part to put all that together and and yeah. you know the the you know we've got i don't want to even say how many hundreds of thousands into this thing but 
it's it's an extreme amount of money into the app and to create um we're we're not a we're not a um instagram with five thousand engineers let's put it that way yeah or it, be, or it would be done yesterday um so at all of the different aspects of the apps as we get um as we're able to monetize it then 80 percent goes to the content creators and uh 20 will go to the app and i think that that's a um a solid foundation it's we're not we didn't invent that number there's a couple other companies that that or other applications Platforms. that have thought yeah, about there are other... but it, it makes yeah. sense so again you know you could you could be a totally you know starting out at ground zero and there's ways that that we're going to connect you with a way to make a little money we don't want it all to be about money we want it to be about content without the content creators then we don't have the users and and if you know anything about um the numbers on instagram there's about 11 to 15 percent of the people that actually create anything everything yeah. else is regurgitated and stolen and, and repurposed and that's how instagram can continue to make money off from ads you know those that very small content create creator um and it seems like it's even more so lately i've I, you know looking at instagram it's the same um same it's, posts you know just, yeah and then you get you know i i think in the last week i saw one thing it was like reposted i swear like five times it's the mm -hmm. exact same thing you can see the repost and it's like I've already seen this, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, yeah. I'm glad you like it, but I don't need to see it again. It, and yeah. then if you get into those Instagram accounts, that's all they do is repost, repost, repost. Well, then why follow that person? I can just go follow the people that create the original content. Yeah, and there, there's whole businesses built around uh, reposting what people do, and then they charge you the money for to to do that kind yeah. of yeah. Um, you know thing which is you know it's fine it is what it is um i guess technically you could do it on gun space if that was something that you wanted to do but it's it's not part of our you know part of our program we we want to see a lot of value spread around to very deeply you know whether it's the guy that's looking for a product or looking for advice um to the person that's you know like yourself that's building the content that keeps people entertained and educated yeah i would say sometimes sometimes more educated and entertained <laughs> yeah i mean you know it's, it's some people like education some people like yep. the entertainment and some people like the combination i mean yeah absolutely that's, uh, <laughs> that's the fun of the you know this, this is um you know the, any of the social media is discretionary time. It's yeah. it's not um, you know, and you you've got to be really careful on what you do with other people's discretionary time to make it valuable. And then they'll stick around and and watch, watch and play. We see, and that's the greatest thing about creating this you know like ecosphere is, if you want you know if you want technical content, it'll be there, and then you know maybe the next one you want to laugh. You know, someone does something. Yeah funny you know having all that stuff at, with a common core built around our industry it would be nice um, yeah and that's what gun the gun dot community um the forum on 
you know, the, the forums are still a very powerful tool to, yes, to really dig in and have, have some deep conversations and back and forths and sharing, sharing a lot of knowledge. Um, you don't get that with Instagram. Um, you don't get it really with Facebook, although you do a, a bit. Um, you know, our, our community isn't used as much as the, the app, but I hope it, I hope it will be in the future. There's a lot of things you could do live classes, um, special events. You can, you can roll out, um, you know, paid content if you want on there. So we tried to take everything, um, I guess, you know, from forums, Instagram, Facebook, podcasting, those are the major things. Um, Twitter, Twitter's a, um, and I don't mind not having a Twitter. There may be some people that are offended by Twitter, but it seems like just, you know, excuse my French, smart ass comments back and forth. And yeah. it, it just, I don't think that that's healthy for the gun community to just, you know, if that's yeah. just all it is. There, so. and, and the problem is, is the people, the people who are judging us will mm -hmm. judge us by those comments, right? Yeah. I mean, and it goes out, yeah, it goes out to the big, you, you hit right there. It goes out if, even if they don't understand, you know, the dry humor, it's going out to the world, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, you know, and sure. that's the whole thing is, you know, we, our, our industry is under attack all the time, right? Um, you know, we're, we're here to represent a sport. We're here to represent an industry. It's a safe sport. It's a safe industry. But like anything else, it can be it can be abused, and we are always being judged by the lowest common denominator in our sport. You know, they they see someone going out and blowing pumpkins up with tannerite. That's what they go. See, look, this is what gun people do. They're stupid, yeah. um, and that's that's what's nice about having um, you know a community together where we can show, say, hey, look, yeah, that that exists, right? You know, the same thing happens in just about any sport. There's going to be somebody does something stupid. But, hey, look, this is not us. We're all, as a community, we're safe people. Look at all this content that shows exactly the opposite of what you're saying that we are. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I, I think some of the watermelon stuff is all right. <laughs> I, you know, well, and it's funny. Right. I say that I'm wearing I'm wearing a T-shirt that says "Eat your fruit, uh, uh, yeah. eat your vegetables, shoot your fruit." Um, yeah. You know, I, Some of the stuff yeah. with, with doors flying at you is a little bit uh, over the top. That'd be that's yeah. pretty uh, scary. So, but, but yeah, that you know, we we want to be a fun place to go and and um, you know start really connecting. Um, you know, our two A community. Because, you know, if, if we're not connected, then, you know, we're going to be split apart piece by piece at, on different platforms for sure. And that's and that's really what's going on. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're we're slowly being torn apart. And one of the problems that we have as a community is we will be really quick to eat our own. Um, we will go after something like uh, I might have someone come after me and go, well, you're not 2A enough. Well, I'm not the appropriate person for that speech. You know, uh, there are some people that can say that a lot better than I can. 
Yeah. But hey, look, I'm still bringing people into the sport. You know, I like to say I'm the gateway drug. Um, you know, I'm here to show you some content. I'm here to show you it's a safe sport. Um, I might show you how to take a gun apart, which, well, let's face it, doesn't fly on a lot of platforms. I'm going to show you how to put it back together. I'm going to show you how to maintain it. If you want to learn more, awesome. Take that next step and, and go on to something else. You're not going to see me running around in a plate carrier. It's just, it's just not me. Not that I have anything wrong with it, but hey, here's another content creator. If you learn how to build your AR from me, and then you learn about plate carriers, you want to ride with a plate carrier, awesome. There's another guy right over here that will talk to you all about plate carriers. And then how to run your gun, um, how to be tactical and all that stuff. That's what I like about having a community is that I have no problems passing off my viewers to somebody else as they graduate, you know, as they graduate from my content. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've, we've got, um, you know, millions and millions of new gun owners and they're all going to be at different levels. You know, yeah. they, there's very much the chance that, uh, a large percentage of them will be wearing plate carriers in the future. You know, that <laughs> there is a progression there that is, um, you know, it's, it's an interesting thing. I mean, people have been playing with weapons and swords and bows and arrows for, you know, millennia. And, and I don't think that that's going to, that interest will stop anytime soon. No. You know, so it's, but, uh, you know, there's, there's, you know, having, having that spectrum is, is always good. Yeah. So I'm going to bring something up. We, okay. we, we mentioned, we mentioned the bird. So, Everybody's kind of losing their mind that Elon Musk took over Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to bring it. I'm going to bring the elephant out in the room here. Um, do we really need another platform? Because you know, everyone's like, "Hey, Elon Musk is going to be like, you know, he's going to break down these barriers and stuff like that." My concern with that is, is that number one, he's unproven. He hasn't done anything yet. He might not go the way everybody thinks they go. Um, what's your thoughts about that? And then why, you know, gun space really is the place for people to go because it's a pro it, it's proven to be gun friendly. Right. So, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with Twitter. We don't know what's going to happen with Instagram. Um, I can tell you that Instagram and Facebook, if they could wash their hands of the gun community, um, they would do it. And I don't expect anybody to, to not also post on there. I think, um, you know, staying, staying in that community is, is, uh, or on that platform is very important for our, our two-way rights. Um, we're going to do what we're going to do. And if, if Elon builds whatever, and he could build, I mean, he's got a lot of engineers, and, and I'm not sure what he's going to build, but we're going to always be gun-focused. We're going to be 2A hunting-focused. And um, you're not going, you know, th those other platforms are always going to intermix content, and we are not going to intermix content. What you see is what you get. What you want to follow is what you get. So if you don't want to follow somebody, you just turn them off. Um, you don't like a certain type of content. Um, we have, I'll watch it. Yeah. We, we have, um, 
different classes of firearms. So if you don't want to see a revolver, then you don't have to see a revolver. Um, you know, and, and that's, those are types of things that you can do. Um, you know, again, I'm, I'm not really, you know, Elon, I'm a bug compared to them. And, but the, the, the point of it is, is we're going to keep doing what we're doing for the 2A community specifically, the, the, you know, the profit, the, the uh, revenue sharing and the content's going to be focused and um, they can't literally stay in business if they compartmentalized because the big money is, you know, for GM and Chrysler or, or Tesla or any of these big companies that are advertising that can push that advertising in front of you. That's going to be the, that's going to be the driver of their business model. Well, and the one thing about these other social media platforms, they're very knee jerk, right? Mm -hmm. so, oh my God, something happened. And then you can see the clamps happen. You know, they just come right down on content instantly. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, right now. That's, yeah. that's what's nice about having a platform we can go to. Hey, look, if you want gun content, it's here and it's... You know, it's unfortunate certain things happen, but hey, we're not going to sit there and just going to take all the stuff away from you. Right. Well, you can see what happens even on YouTube right now. Look at um, some of the big company or content producers like Demolition Ranch. You look back, the older you go, you see millions and millions of views. The you know, closer you come out now, you're seeing tens of thousands of views of that. Sometimes sub 10,000 on a, on a video. And to be quite frank, it's better than some of the older stuff. And yeah. that's the that's the um, um, the interesting part is even if you can get a little revenue off from YouTube, how much are they how much are they controlling you and holding you back? And you know that's and and I can't compare to a YouTube obviously for revenue, but hopefully one day we will have. An appropriate level of revenue comparably well the the problem with with youtube um you know that's where most of my views come from but what people don't understand is that as a content producer there are two policies that i need to wade through when i release content there's community guidelines and then there's revenue guidelines Right, whether the whether the video could be monetized, and how much monetization it goes. So, if I have a video that will be, you know, is is allowed to be shown, okay, awesome. The video can be shown. That doesn't mean that I'm going to make any money off of it. And like I said before, bullets cost money, guns cost money. You know, small content creator, I got to buy a lot of, you know, I got to buy a lot of stuff. Um. Where, where that kind of kicks in is that not only the revenue side is can I monetize it, is the how much it will be monetized. It's You have three settings. There's full monetization, limited monetization, and no monetization. Hmm. Um, and you will have to wade through that. And if you do it wrong, YouTube will punish you for it. Um, and then they may, you know, one day red dots might be okay. The next day, red dots are, you know, all of a sudden they don't like red dots for some reason. 
and then they can go retroactively through your videos and take all that all that stuff off. That's that's what I don't like about it is that you have a moving target constantly with mm -hmm. them and you're trying to wade through it. Whereas having a dedicated platform, I don't I wouldn't have to worry about that. I produce the content that I can produce. It gets shown you like it, great. If not, okay, great. Go watch somebody else's video. Um, you know, that's the whole thing that we've said. If you, if you don't like the content, don't watch it. Right. And people don't, you know, in our cancel culture, it's not, I don't want to watch it. I want you punished for it because you don't think like yeah. I do. Yeah, look at look at what, I don't know how true it is, the rumors of the, the PayPal $2,500. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the penalty for. The penalty for it for uh, whatever they don't like on Mis social media. Yeah. Mis so. the, mis the misinformation penalty. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you wouldn't get that with us because they're not, they're not plugged into our, you know, we don't really have any algorithms that are, you know, set up to exploit the system. So it's, uh, you know, that that's one of the things that um, we didn't put in on purpose. So, you know, we'll, we'll have ads on there, but it's not going to be chased. You know, that kind of the algorithms are, are not anything that, that we build, you know, for sure to, to track anything. So, but yeah, there, there's, you know, it's, it's, it's a struggle. I see the whole community going to struggle and, it, and it's getting worse. I don't think it really matters what, um, you know, say we win, you know, these midterms and, you know, everybody's going to feel good for five minutes and then the same stuff is going to, you know, trickle down again. It, it didn't stop during any of the any administration, Republican or Democrat, and it's not going to stop after. So unless yeah. we can, you know, find a home or build a home, um, we're just going to constantly get uh, basically, you know, erased out of existence or or you just won't you know you could you could create i always wonder how these guys there i know some of these big video content producers are charging you know 15 20 25 000 to create a video for manufacturers i don't know if they're getting their the manufacturer can even get their value back out of it because where are they yeah, going to see it yeah it, it's got to be you know and that's the whole side of the industry that uh, I just don't, I don't know about how they're doing it, how they're making those ends meet. Um, you know, there are content creators that have been doing reviews of guns that got paid to do that review. And then for me, I look at it going, well, how can I be, how can I really have an independent voice if you're paying me to review your, your, your right. product? On the other side, I'm sitting there going, for me to review your product, it's going to cost me $200 in ammo. <laughs> You know, um, you know, it, it, it's hard to watch that, you know, to, to watch what you're doing and walk a very fine line of keeping your independent voice and really representing the audience instead of the, the product. Um, yeah, I don't know how a lot of these companies, they can make money back. I, I, I don't know if it's I, sometimes I wonder if it's a game that the companies play with each other. Oh look what look what content creator I got! Oh yeah, but I got this guy. I mean, I, I wonder if it's kind of a, you know, kind of let's pull the tape measure out and see whose is longer. 
kind of thing. Yeah, and and that's a lot of it has to do with, you know, sometimes it, it doesn't matter, you know, what the condition is. Look at there's a lot of people in the industry that made mistakes, and but as long as they're in front and center and they know who you are, that's yep. really that can rekindle sales and and I think that um, you know you're right about that about having someone do a, a you know a paid video that you're you're doing. Um, we had a video done um, and we got <laughs> the honest the honest um, feedback and it wasn't that good on on a, a major product and. It, it was kind of um, interesting that uh, we got that feedback. So, you know, maybe there's a way that uh, Gunspace can randomize uh, sending products to uh, content creators where you don't even know what you're going to get and you don't even know who's paying you. You know, you that just kind of show up at your door like a watch club. You know, that, that would be an interesting market for you. Um, if you could pull that off, it's almost like a almost like a tack pack, right? Yep. You get a package, you have no idea what's coming, but it's, it's coming. Um, yep. And then these people put into it and you just put that in front of the content creators. Go, all right, go. What can you do? Yeah, tear it apart, figure it out. I mean, these companies want just as much feedback on what they need to fix as they do, you know, good stuff. Most of them will work very, very hard to fix issues. I, I can tell you that they don't want bad, they don't want oh, bad can... product out there because it's they know it's a product killer. Look at Taurus, Taurus was yeah. just totally upside down. You couldn't you couldn't yeah. get them to do anything. They've totally turned their company around. I mean, they're they're starting they're to right. produce actual. We've we've got guys that literally say they would rather you know shoot a Taurus than a some other major brand just because. They've did such a good job on them. Yeah, I, you know, I saw that when I was in FFL. Um, uh, Tar's customer service right now is amazing, and this is going back. I think I saw the switch probably seven or eight years ago. Is where I saw the customer service switch go. Um, there, I, there was these little Tar's TCP seven thirty eight, so little three eighty pocket pistols that were competing against the the Ruger um, uh, LCP. And I remember these things, it's a, we, we call them headhunters, because when you shoot it, the shells are coming right back and hitting you right in the forehead, right? Yeah. So that, we just called guns for uh, headhunter. When we said this is a headhunter, that's, we, we all kind of knew that's what was happening, is the shells were hitting you right in the head. And it didn't matter what it was. And I remember calling Taurus up going, okay, um, got two of these pistols that are doing this. And Taurus was like, we'll have a box to you tomorrow. What? Tomorrow you will have a box. Okay. Like, you know, I'm, you know, I get done doing all the stuff and then, you know, I'm, I get done the phone call going, yeah, right. Next day, two boxes showed up. I'm like, Wow. All right, prepaid labels and everything. Sent them back. Um, a week later, the guns were back. Not only were they back, I didn't even have the original boxes. They gave me the the original box, like a new box for it. Mm -hmm. And um, 
you know, they changed the angle of the ejector and all kinds of stuff, and they solved the problem. It probably cost them more to fix that gun than that gun was worth. But they did it. And they did it, and I didn't have to fight for it. Um, and right. that—that that is where my opinion of TARS changed. Uh, if you're going to do that to a little gun that's not worth a whole lot of money, I mean, quite frankly, it's a point-and-shoot gun. It has it has sights, and those are you on the audio side. I'm using air quotes. It has sights. Um, but they took it seriously, and yeah. I, I love that. I, I love that they've they've turned that company around. Yeah, the, having having that uh, having that feedback and customer service can cover up a lot of a lot of stuff, and and their their gun quality is much better now. I mean, you know, in my opinion, I don't we don't sell a lot of them, but but it's um, you know like their little twenty two is one of the most popular twenty twos out there, even well, they, with they all the new out, releases. Yeah, they came out with the G three, and then mm-hmm. the G four afterwards. Those guns took off for them. Yeah. Um, they, you know, when I remember, well, was it Jesse Harrelson, who's who's their competition shooter, and now um, you know now they're getting more competition shooters in. When she went from Glock to Taurus, I know a lot of us were scratching our heads, going, "That's an interesting move." Um, and then. You could, you know, that company was making all those changes. They turned around, and that's those are things that I think are important to an industry. Are you going to stand behind your product? Are you going to have the customer service? Are you going to produce a good product to begin with? And, you know, these are all things. You know, we're talking about a specific company, but really, mm-hmm. if you think about it, it's kind of coming back to gun space. You're doing the exact same thing with gun space. You're going, okay, we have this hole in this industry. This is what every everybody else is doing. This is what we're going to do to match what the industry is, really wants. And that's what I kind of like about gun space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if we if we find if someone wants a different feature, we we may not be able to implement it, but we'll definitely listen to it. Because if you're not, um, you know, if, if you're not happy with it, you know, you're not going to use it. And some of this stuff is, you know, we've, we've, this is like our 13th or 14th iteration of the app and building apps is nothing like building a, a a website because literally everything has to be, um, resubmitted, reapproved. Um, there's only so many changes that you can do before it has to go in front of the iOS and Android board and, <laughs> and get approved because a lot of it has to do with um, your security. And I was pretty impressed with that is that they want to make sure that you're not screwing the app user um, yeah. nefariously in different ways. So they look at any way that you could potentially access the app um, access their phone or their information from the app. And it's, it's pretty tight. You really, for us, um, we kept it pretty clean. We don't, um, you know, obviously we have to access your phone, uh, photo to get a picture on there. And that's every app. If you, if you know, no different than Instagram or anything, but, um, other that we don't take location or anything like in that, that situation. Well, you hear, you hear things like, um, 
I mean, okay, TikTok has been a really good one for the past few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the point where the DOD has banned TikTok, right? You can't yeah. have TikTok and be, you know, have it on the device on a bit. Because let's face it, I mean, you have a foreign government who is behind that. It's got some very interesting data that they they could collect. Yeah. Um, and and now there's even more news about TikTok now. They're they're collecting. No, I'll say allegedly, right? They're allegedly collecting information over interesting people, right? They're selectively going, oh, hey, we got this person, and they're starting to watch. They're starting to watch that person. That's where it's nice where your app is here. It's, you know, you're you're a U.S. company. Um, you're You're trying to protect people's privacy while building a community. So people should really understand that, you're working hard to do that to protect their privacy. Yeah, absolutely. We don't. We don't want. Um, you know, there's no reason for us to know what kind of car you drive and what what any of that kind of stuff. Like the um, uh, Joe Rogan did a, a podcast on the on the TikTok, and he read all of the stipulations, and he was absolutely astounded on how much. I mean, like literally they track you for every second and, you know, probably <laughs> listen to your conversations. So, you know, yeah. Siri creeps me out still. And my wife's like, why don't you have Siri on the phone? I'm like, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> I don't, I so, don't need it. I don't need it to know. I mean, it's probably yep. doing whatever it's doing in the background anyway, but you know, that I don't need yep. to give it any more ammunition, so to speak. And that's the thing. My day job, I do cybersecurity. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's it gets interesting. Um, some of the stuff that I read that I wouldn't say is, you know, it, it can be confidential. You know, we, we get information from different entities <laughs> warning about, because where I work is I work in what's called a critical infrastructure um, industry. And so we get we get information that's not generally known to the public about certain attacks or certain things that happen. And um, I tell you, if the average person knew the stuff that we knew, they realize why security people are insomniacs, um, typically like alcohol, and and we unplug from just about everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it almost makes us conspiracy theorists when you, when you look at it. And if you just knew the stuff that happens in the backside, um, yeah, that's that stuff is bad. Um, yeah, yeah, I, it's um, it's it's that's definitely an interesting aspect of it. So now we've been rolling for wow, a little over an hour now. How do people get involved with? Gun space. I mean, whether I'm a content creator, I'm a person who likes to consume the content, or I'm a business. How do how do they get involved with that? Uh, super simple. So we're on both the iOS and Android stores under Gun Space, or you can uh, download it at GunSpaceApp.com, and you can get more um, information. One of the things that I didn't um, cover is we also have an EFT. Um, so if someone wants to create an EFT, 
or, uh, I'm sorry, NFT, excuse NFT. me. NFT, yep. It's been a long day. So we have an <laughs> NFT creator. Um, so if you're doing content, whether it's a video or you want to, um, you have pictures or anything like that, if you don't know how an NFT works, say you take a really cool picture of a gun and you decide you want to sell that content, um, or even a, you could do a podcast and you wanted to sell your podcast, you know, you think this guy is going to be the world's greatest podcaster and next Joe Rogan or whatever. Um, these NFTs are smart contracts and they, if you sell that, um, you can write in the contract that you get 10, 15% of any other future sales of that product of, of that picture or that content that's created. Um, and it also protects your content. Um, you know, if that's something that you wanted to do, I think it's, um, it's an, it's an interesting concept, you know, I'm looking at all these guys that are, um, creating content and then it's just completely shared and, and not really coming back to the, to the, the, the rightful creator. Um, I thought if we could do something like this and put it into, you know, be at least part of the app. So if it's up on there, you can see it, but you know, if you really wanted to, to get busy with it, you could, you could pull that back in. See, and that's, so that's kind of important to understand. Uh, I know, you know, a, a buddy of mine, a content creator buddy of mine, he did, he took pictures of a gun, uh, did a video about it and all that stuff. And so it was an imported gun. So it was made overseas. The importer stole the picture off social media and started pushing it out through their social media yep. without even giving him credit for the picture. And the funny thing is, they asked, I, know the, I know the guy. If they would have asked him, he would have like, oh, I don't care. But they, they just did it without his permission, which really kind of pissed him off. Mm -hmm. um, I remember him sending me a message, and I'm just like, you're kidding me. So, I mean, a bunch of us content creators kind of jumped on their social media on that picture going, you need to give credit. And then we started finding it. You know, it was on Instagram is where, where it was stolen. Uh, then later on, I found it on Facebook. It started showing up in places. And the company is like, hey, sorry, we didn't know they're playing dumb. And we're like, mm -hmm. you, yeah, sorry. No, we're not, we're not buying that one. Yeah, personal personal property rights are you know that's a that's a really big hot issue with me because I have three you know again going back to my range you know we're trying to do a three hundred and fifty two acre range complex I put all this money into this piece of property and you know when it comes down to the end of the day I don't even own the property you know the township can tell me what to do with it it's very rural there's it's the most safe place in the country to build a range. We've got a huge, you know, berm and everything else, but they, they want to tell me what I can do with that piece of property that used to be an old gravel pit. And, um, you know, so far, you know, they've, they've been able to do that and that's why the pushback in the lawsuit. So, you know, when you create something or you want to do something in, in your efforts, you, you know, there should be some compensation for it for sure. Absolutely. And if, if we can, if we can kind of coalesce those tools around and put the control back into the content creators hands, that's what we're looking to do. You know, obviously we want to make our, our cut off from it, but 
um, you know, the NFT is, is uh, you know, free to use if someone wanted to do that. Awesome. Because, I, I mean, that's the whole thing about, you know, I, I remember seeing a comment, it was a while ago, like, why do content creators put their, you know, their their tag on them? You know, here's a gun, and then along the barrel is, is why do they do that? And I'm like, that's exactly why they do it. When it gets stolen, mm-hmm. it, it's so obvious it's theirs that it won't get stolen. That's why. But at that point, it, it can be distracting to the person watching it going, you know, the average person is going, well, they just like to see their name. No, they just don't like their content being stolen. Right. That's a lot of, uh, you know, you spend a lot of time and work. I mean, yeah. you know, I didn't, I, I'm not a creator. And that's one of the things that I do. I do appreciate the guys that are creating the guys that, you know, can run out there and they spend all day, you know, on a Sunday afternoon, taking pictures of this, waiting for the perfect light. I don't really have the time or the patience for it. I just don't have the skill set and I appreciate the, the good pictures. And, and I think people, you know, they consume it like, nobody no there was not a person behind it it just appeared and yeah you know to me that's actually conception of a picture <laughs> yeah it's like oh that's not easy to take i mean some of our guys you know to f- take the pictures it's it's pretty you know they're looking for the right light and they do you know getting the right props set up and thinking about it and to have to burn your brain day in and day out to try to figure out new things to talk about or write or picture or video is that's a skill a very very good that's, skill well it's like uh for me i've been working with a, a certain company that uh i've been doing pictures for them right and they they want muzzle flash pictures muzzle flash pictures are very hard to get uh, and and for the for those that don't know when you're seeing those pictures they're not a picture that's actually a screen grab from a video and even then, you've got to have the right lighting to see it. You've got to have the right settings on the camera. You have to have a camera that can do slow motion video. Um, so anybody that's watching my content that sees a short firm, they see a lot of slow motion video. That's why. <laughs> because I'm doing certain things. Um, you know, one muzzle flash video was uh, 60 rounds just to get the one that was like, perfect um and do your math about uh about bullets cost me a lot of money to produce that one muzzle flash for a picture for someone um it takes time it it takes a lot of time yeah it does so well we've we're getting uh really kind of rolling here i want to just wrap up a little bit with a speed round with you so it's just a little game I play at the end. It's just a, a series of this or that questions about either guns or ammo or even accessories. Okay. So for the for the first one, rifle or pistol? Oh, rifle. And always bolt action. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, I'm going to skip that question then since you already answered that one. Yeah, so, I, I like I, I I appreciate AR-15s and semi-autos, but there's nothing like ringing steel at sixteen hundred yards or thousand yards or whatever. It's just it's magical. So I'll bring up a I'll bring up a semi-controversial question then. 
6.5 Creedmoor or 6 millimeter Creedmoor? Mm, and I can't pick 300 Norma Mag, right? Nope. Okay. Um, I would probably, for most, for most, uh, well, for match shooting, 6 Creedmoor. Anything okay. 6 millimeters always. Uh, preferable um, for hunting and long range precision. Um, 6.5 Creedmoor is, is uh, very good. And I would preface it to say um, stay with the lighter, faster bullets. That's what created the magic in the first place. Longer barrels don't go 20 inch barrel on a 6.5 Creedmoor and then throw a 147 grain bullet in it. Might as well just stay with your old 308 with a better <laughs> bullet, and you're you're kind of really intermixing the the two. And um, so yeah, I like the okay. they're both good rounds. Um, but six five six five gives you a little more versatility. Yeah, I've I've taken oh probably thirty to forty people out, and I've get I, I get them real competent at at a thousand yards and get all their ballistic data with a six, five and right around four hours. It's, it's not rocket science. You can, you can literally get down after your zero and, and start walking it out and then they're on their own. They can hit steel. So either one, the six is easier, but for sure. So for hearing protection, earplugs or your muffs? Silencers. So, I like how you think. There you go. Oh, I'm a big you, fan. You would of prefer to hear. You'd prefer to see the uh, Hearing Protection Act go through. Absolutely. Um, we get, you know, 10, 15 guys on the line with cans, and we're shooting anything from six six dashers to 300 normal mags, and we can have the same conversation we're having here. Throw in awesome. some earplugs. Um, real comfortable. Um, you know. If you're shooting regular guns, I would sort of strongly suggest un unmuffled guns. I would do definitely muffs. Okay. So. So, would you rather have a shotgun or a pistol? Shotgun or a pistol? Um, probably a pistol. Okay. And just imagine this scenario. You have the biggest table in the world. And on it is every gun, one of every gun that has ever existed. All the way through muskets and everything, all the way through even weapons that didn't even make it into production. And you could have just one of those guns. What would that gun be? Uh, it would be, a, um, and I know I said bolt action, but it would be a SR-25 or a variant of an SR-25 Knight's Armament. Um, actually, I have, my, I already have my gun. I've got an SR-25 lower with an LMT upper, and I can switch out between um, 308 and uh, 6.5 Creedmoor or 260. So. That gives me the best of all worlds. Awesome. 
Well, Mike, thank you so much for taking time to, to join us today and, and letting us learn about gun, uh, gun space and, you know, the application that you've produced and, and really how you're protecting people's privacy with that app. Because, you know, some people don't think about the privacy aspect, but yet alone you're doing this and you're creating a community and a whole ecosphere that, well, the gun people can go to and be safe in. Yes. And that's, that's the goal. I mean, you know, we're not asking anybody to do anything that they don't already do on an Instagram. Um, we're not necessarily a secret squirrel site or an app. Um, but if you're, if you enjoy guns and you enjoy sharing them in a social, uh, setting, you know, on your phone and your free time, then gun space is definitely a good, a, a good alternative to what's out there. Hi, Mike. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So Mike's building a really cool platform. Most places focus on one thing, you know, the video or the forum or, you know, the Instagram type of stuff and Twitter type of stuff. He's trying to get it into one ecosphere and it's all wrapped around two way. So definitely go check out gun space. I know that I'm going to start putting videos up there. It's going to take me a little bit of time because I just got a bunch of other things going on right now. I already have one video on there. That was my test upload and it was the Thrum Targets video. Go check out gun space. Sign up for an account and start engaging in 2A processes, 2A thoughts, 2A videos. 2A Conversations. Thanks for listening. Hope you're staying safe out there. I look forward to talking to you again soon.